Hey everybody, welcome to Free Write Friday. I'm Paige. I'm Kendall. And we are the Paperback Bros. Today we chose a prompt from one of our um, journals <laughs> called Create a Story, a prompt journal to help you write a story by Chartwell Books. It's really helpful. And today's is a series of a quick... <laughs> A series of eclipses trigger a strange gene activation in the world. So, yeah. And yeah. while you are writing that, we are going to be telling you five different ways you know you're going too far down the rabbit hole of being a writer. One thing that I've noticed is you have, like, you know these specific friends. You have a group of friends, and... You connect these people that you know to characters that you've made in these books. Yeah, because it makes it easier because you can just stare at your friend for a little while and you're like, they totally do that, and then write it down. <laughs> I, I find it really funny, too, like when you're sharing your books and someone who's reading it is like, I this person sounds really familiar. You're <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, really? I, huh. <laughs> because it's you. Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> and it'd be really funny to like add, um, like, oh, they murdered somebody. You're like, oh, I murdered someone. <laughs> it's really funny to find the reactions. Um, another one that I have noticed while falling down my own rabbit hole is you don't actually write at all whatsoever. You get busy doing like little memes and like little side stories and little side arcs and funny like little like stories with the characters but you don't actually write the book that you need to write because <laughs> yeah that's what you first set out to do and now I have the hiccups so <laughs> oh well yeah uh for me I've always had like really big ideas and I'm like oh this person's gonna be like the cliche main character that's going to save the world. And I start writing. And chapter one is always so hard to write. So then I'll Please finish. I find it the easiest. Because I don't start with chapter one. I always start with a prologue that kind of like um, throws you into the story. But like yeah. not too far. So then when I get to chapter one, I'm like, I already know what I'm writing. Have it's like just a sneak peek. Yeah. But foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh. I'll either get so deep into the rabbit hole, like, I'll be writing and writing and typing it, I'll have three chapters in, and the next day I'm like, next book! Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Paige, Paige is my editor, and she can tell, like, when I've, like, left to do something in middle of writing and then came back to start writing again. Yeah. <laughs> because I'll either A, repeat the same sentence twice, or B, it'll be like, a whole different I wouldn't say writing style but mm -hmm. sometimes it is or because like, I hate autocorrect most of the time because I t spell so badly that autocorrect is no help to me and it will change it to a word that I don't even like mean to put there and so I just leave it wrong so that she will <laughs> come through and read it and fix it for me hmm. I'm not really good with that right it's spelling you don't need a spell to be a writer yeah or good mm -hmm. grammar that's that's what pages for that's what you get an editor for. Right. Paige's yeah. my editor. All you gotta do is, uh... She's constantly... <laughs> I can't see that through a I know, microphone. but they can look at my Instagram and know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Instagram, go follow Paperback Bros. 
it sounds exactly, you know, paperback bros, all one word, you know, like a paperback book and then bros. Woo. Okay. (laughs) There you go. And yeah, so that's our, that's our five seconds of, what is it called? Sponsorship? No, not sponsor. Like, here's, here's us. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) back to the list. I don't remember. We just did the, um characters and then not actually writing so another thing you also will figure out you're doing you'll be in the middle of a sentence and you'll be like oh i need information for this so then you'll go to the world wide web and you will start looking up this information and somehow you'll get on a rabbit hole so you'll go from how do you prepare steak to this is how long it takes for something to happen like for a bomb to go off. <laughs> like, you yeah. go down a random rabbit hole and you will have nothing have nothing to do with what you're writing, but you'll be like, this is good information. Yep. And you'll have it for later, you know? Because it, it just works like that. Like, are there different species of dogs? And then you'll learn, oh, this is how you clean blood. Yeah. It's or just, it's yeah. empty random. <laughs> I like how we always go from that to, like, murder. But anyway. I mean... Um, You'll have information, and then you'll just have random stuff in your head that you'll just know, and you'll be like, this is not normal, but it's fine. It's normal for you. And so, you also spend a lot of time writing the second book after not even finishing the first. So, like, right now with Channel 243, which is the book I'm writing, the the first book is, like, seven chapters in, and the second book is, like, four chapters in, and so... I know where I'm going with channel the first book, and then the second book is just kind of there for me to keep writing, and I already have the ending in mind, even though it's, you know, series, but it's all good, you know? It's just kind of how you have a work process, and you know where you're working to. Yeah. One of my um, things that I've noticed about myself in my writing is I have one book called Haunted Hollows. It's a horror romance novel um, I'm currently in the editing stage, but I noticed I've always put in, like, um, what I want, like, descriptions and yeah. putting in the action and doing what I can to put my ideas in the book. And during the editing stage, I've seen, like, oh, this fight scene could be a little longer. Mm-hmm. I could add a little more description with it, which is, it's, it's good to get out all your ideas and then, like, understand. Oh, cool. I so, like, you're more. not in the edit- editing. I feel like editing would come after, like, the first and second rough drafts. Yeah. So, you're, like, in the. Draft. I'm in the rough drafts first. Okay. Just like, stage. Going through, back <laughs> through the rough draft. Yeah. When I think editing, I was like, oh, cool. She's going to be publishing a book soon. And then, you no. know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on this book since eighth grade. It's, uh. I had a book I was working on since eighth grade, and then the. Um, the first creative writing teacher I had lost it. Ooh. Yeah, it was, it was, she took it so she could grade it for, you know, the final, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit. Woo, COVID. Oh, yeah. And so then she goes, she emails me, she goes, do you need your notebook back? And I was just like, I was trying to be polite, and I was like, no, it's okay, I'll, I'll get it, you know, I'll get it next year, from you next year. And she goes, okay, cool. And then she retired. Oh. And then we were online for, like, the whole first semester. And so, that by the time I went and looked for it, the teacher's like, oh, yeah, I remember that someone, she retired. Someone else took that classroom over. She's like, oh, yeah, I saw that notebook. She goes, I didn't know what it was, so I threw it away. 
no <laughs> oh my gosh so it was kind of one of those things you just like hey. huh. thanks man yeah that was um i don't even remember the name of it i remember all the characters though don't remember the name of it that's kind of sad but it's okay that's why we have miss markov now <laughs> yeah miss markov will not throw away your she will put it in a bin and she will like put it in her attic and she will preserve everything she'll read it and then she'll be like hyping it up yeah she does that she's really good at that i love miss markov shout out to miss markov for being the best creative writing teacher you could have yes ma'am go to sunrise get in that class (laughs) (laughs) go tell her that she's amazing she likes candy bring her candy oh yeah everyone likes candy i mean most people like candy if Some you don't, you're weird. You're I a different know. type of weird. Writers <laughs> are weird, but if you don't like candy, that's a whole different... You gotta go get help for that. Sorry. Different realm of crazy. I don't know, man. It'd be like someone... Okay. Moving on. It's good, though. Go get some. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing you, um, you, that'll be very frequent, especially like when you live with other people, is that you'll start getting on a writing. You'd be like writing, writing. you get into the zone, and someone be like, hey... Can you come help me? And you're just going to be like, you cannot get out of that zone or else you will not get right back again. in. <laughs> I will go and I'll do whatever I needed to do that I was asked to do because I love helping. And I'll get back to go do that. And you sit there and you stare at your computer and you're just like, well, I'm done for the day. Yeah. That's it. We are signing off. We will see what we can do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I love being in the zone but I, like, I can't eat. I refuse to talk to anybody. Right. Because I have to it's, focus. It's not good. It's it's really bad. It's it's like when you're playing, like when you're listening to music while you're working, and mm-hmm. you're just like do do do, and then like all of a sudden you turn around, your boss is right there, and they're like, "We've been calling you for five minutes," and you'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "You see, I was doing my job." So I mean, like they can't be mad at you, but at the same time, they're just like. Yeah, yeah it's, it gets it gets into a thing, and another thing that I find really cool from being in like creative writing, the class, is that when you have more than one person around you typing as well, and you're all in the zone, and all you hear is, the keyboards are like the scribbling of paper, and I love that sound, like everyone's just in their own world. Yeah, that you're all. I I love it. Because everyone's doing something different, but, like, at the same time, you're all doing the same thing. Yeah. It's, like... I love meeting writers that, like, write, (laughs) like, legit, like, wow, you're a writer, too? Wow, we could be crazy together. Let's share, like, character designs and, like, oh, what's your writing style? Understand, like, where, what you like. I have trouble with writing style. I feel like I always switch it up so much. Yeah, I I used to have I used to love writing in first person because that was like so easy, but now I'm like I can't describe this because I'm in first person. Yeah, like I feel like that's where every writer starts is first person. They're like, let's see if third person has a little kick to it, and you're like, that's all you do now. For the people who can write first person really well, shout out to Sarah J. Mass because she does really write first person really well. Like her um, A Court of Thorns and Roses is all first person. And I love it because, but like, third person is my way to go. I like having every character's emotions be able to be. I like switching the point of views. I know you can do that in first person, but I feel like when you switch them so much in yeah. first person, you it get confused. 
But it's fine, you know, because uh, people can do that. And if you can do that, good for you. It's like people who can write poetry. If you can write poetry, good for you. I could. Poetry makes me want to <laughs> I love lie. poetry. It, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> poetry makes That's me. That's a new episode. That's poetry a... makes me want to take my brain out and fry it. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happens. I find th- writing in third person so fun because the reader knows what's going on. Yeah. But the characters, they're like oh, I wonder what this person is doing. And the reader's like, no, don't go in there. They're killing someone right now. Oh, right. no. Or it, like, it, it also, your best friend's dead and you don't know. Oh, dang. Sometimes, though, like if you poorly write third person, it's like watching a horror movie and you're like, that's a bad decision. That's yeah. a bad decision. And then so you have cliche, to like, but... like one of those moments where you slam the book closed and you're just like... But that's the best part. It you is. Get, it is really good. Internalize it. I also, as a writer, like to go and read the very end, like the last page. Oh no! <laughs> I'm that kind of crazy because I like to know where the story's ending. I like to see how it gets there. I also do this with movies or like TV shows. Like I'll be watching like Gravity Falls, mm-hmm. and like I've already seen Gravity Falls a million times, but I like to pause it and be like. I know where this is going, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, and when I was little, I would have, like, these book report projects, and I'd read the first page and the last page and, like, skim through the middle and be like, okay, here we go. That's, I don't do that anymore, because now I've realized, like, it's a journey. You you read the beginning, okay. I and agree I with that going fully, to the end. But, like, in English, too honors you've heard me talk about this class before at least and we are reading such depressing stuff that like finally we had to do a report and like I'm not gonna lie I was like a hundred pages into like a 400 page book and like reading that was so depressing that I was just like slammed the book closed I just bullcrapped my whole way (laughs) through that and the teacher knew so she's like go back and fix this and I was just looked at her and I just was like no. This book is making me depressed. <laughs> yeah. No, we read A Long Way Gone, and then we read The Book Thief, mm. and then we, like, read a bunch of other stuff about Nazi Germany and, like, how China has security cameras that watch your every movement so they track you and know what you're doing. And, like, it was a really, like, sa- it wasn't sad. That part wasn't sad. But, like, most of the stuff we were just, like, was really heavy. Yeah. And you are just, like, I clocked out of that class. And I feel like if you're writing... A really dark book I could never I can't write write dark really dark like there's people who can write horror upon horror upon horror and like I can't do that there has to be I feel like you you have to mentally prepare yourself for it and I can't do that I can't I have to have some little funny you know quip it or something or like a funny chapter Mm -hmm. just to like have a break yeah I (laughs) I kind of like writing kind of like horror stuff, like, insane murder scenes, because I'm, like, well, yeah. insane, insane, insane murder. <laughs> that makes sense, but, like, when it's out. just completely just all that. Yeah, it gets a little hard to, to like... Write. You gotta put yourself in that mindset, and it's hard for yeah. me to get in that mindset. I can do, like, for example, Channel 243 isn't a horror. It's more of, like, a survival. Mm-hmm. And so, the, none of the main characters die, because I can't do that to myself. Not that level of crazy. Like, they're, they, they'll get hurt, of course, but, like, nothing ever is, like, brutally 
one, 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 all of them did. I can't do that. I can't get my head into that mindset to be, like, able to go, like, Stephen King, isn't he the one who does all the murder stuff? I can't. Yeah, a lot of it and some other. Like, it, oh my gosh, do you imagine the mindset you have to put yourself in to be, or, like, the actor for Joker locked himself in, like, the, I don't know if it was the first or what one it was, but he locked himself into his hotel. He got to the set a week, two weeks early, and just locked himself in the room by himself. Oof. And, like, I could not. I could not. Yeah. I can't get myself into that mindset to be able to write like that. I have to do my own kind of thing. I remember... And, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I remember my freshman year, English 1. I had a really good teacher, so I could get through this easily. But I was going through a really hard time in my life. And we were reading this book called Speak. And I don't remember the author of the book. But when we were reading through it, I was like, whoa. Is it actually, they figured it out that that was like an autobiography that happened to her? Yeah, I, I was, I felt, okay, personally, I enjoyed reading that book. I didn't read it. Because... (laughs) It was it was less of an entertaining thing and more of a relatable thing. Like, wow, there's other people who feel these emotions that I'm feeling or been through these kinds of things. And I'm like, that, I think it's really good to write that if you need to get it out. Mm-hmm. But like for entertaining things, you gotta you gotta. Yeah, I like the yeah. I like the entertaining <laughs> side. I've yeah. I have never been through anything extremely. Mm-hmm. like that so like for me it's hard I like to be able to write things I've experienced not that I've experienced <laughs> but like I've been hunting yeah. a lot yeah I've been outdoors a lot so channel 243 writing that is like really like it's it's easy for me to write the survival to write the like the animals that come and stuff and like the like the monsters are all based off of actual animals that have just like been mutated and stuff because humans haven't been on the on earth for so long yeah. so I feel like it's just easier for me to get that part out so just writing what you know is easier than and writing what you don't know can be like a huge thing too you just gotta be able to have the reason like if you're writing historical fiction you have to have that like you gotta have that mentality to be able to look up every little de- or mm-hmm. not even every little detail but like enough detail to where it's believable like you yeah. can't be you writing do your research before like you- Oh, this person became president when presidents weren't actually a thing in right. that time. And, like, for example, if you're writing, like, a ni- Roaring Twenties, mm-hmm. like, story, you can't have, you know, like, ball gowns. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, that's why I have such a hard time. I had, like, a really cool story idea about the Roaring Twenties, and I'm still, like, trying to get through that. And it was, like, a highwayman adaptation. But the thing is, is I... I hate, I hate the women's style of the Roaring Twenties with a <laughs> yeah. passion. The bo- the dresses make you look like a box, and all the girls had like their shoulders slumped forward, mm-hmm. and like they just, they just like they like decided to went from like nice pristine, like I, I get like it was like a like women's empowerment kind of thing, but you could have done it differently. <laughs> okay, you didn't need to look like a cardboard box to. It also depends on where you are. That's true. New York, like, if you see, like, the old pictures of, like, the women from, like, the pearls and that, like, slunch shoulders and, like... Yeah. This is, this is really good for, like, if you want to make a main character that's, 
quote-unquote different than everyone else. You can put your mindset that's, like, quirky or or something. Also, please don't be like, she was not like the other girls. Okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is cliche. so old. Cliches. That is so uh. old. And then they do something that literally half the women that ever redo. Okay? Like, if you're a book, if you like reading books, good for you. And I also hate where they, like, change her up and all they do is, like, put her hair down and put some makeup on her face. And she's like, oh, my gosh. This is a huge transition for you. Unless it's on purpose. Like, if it's meant to be cliche, but, like, in the middle of it, it's, like, a plot twist. Like, oh, everything's fake. And right. Like, everything's alive. But like it's all what, a dream. Like the nerdy girl that gets like the makeover yeah. and like suddenly she's prom queen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can tell you right now there are plenty of popular girls that have never been prom queen. Okay. <laughs> because... Write a book about one of the popular kids who was friends with the prom queen but right. never was in the shadow of the prom queen. Yeah. That'd be, there, that'd be a good Went the... to the dark side. Yeah, but the cliche and then she was prom queen no went from glasses and books to crowns and because i can tell you right now the people that wear the glasses and read the books do not give two craps about being prom queen yep <laughs> everyone's like i want to love to be prom queen i'm i'm not gonna lie I just, i'd like, like to be financially stable thanks right <laughs> well this is where we'll leave it off. I hope you enjoyed your time. Please make sure to subscribe and listen to our next episodes. We'll see you later.